Hello and welcome to the Greater Freedom Podcast with me, your host, Nicola Charlotte, a business and mindset coach empowering soulful entrepreneurs and online business owners to amplify their freedom, success and income. I'm here to remind you that we really can have it all. And so my intention is that this podcast will support you in building a wildly successful business and a dream lifestyle in a way that feels good to you. I'll be sharing coaching tools, energetic practices and mindset techniques that I've used to take me from corporate employee to soulful entrepreneur earning five-figure months and living a freedom-based lifestyle in just over two years. So if you're ready to do life and business your way, then the Greater Freedom Podcast may well be what you've been looking for. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Greater Freedom Podcast. Uh, Today, I am joined by another very special guest, Hannah, who is a self-development coach and founder of the Actualization Academy. Cannot wait for our conversation today, talking all things wellness, self-development, positivity, and freedom. So I'm going to let Hannah introduce herself before we jump into the conversation. Hannah, thank you so much for joining us. Please tell the listeners a little bit more about you and your business. Thank you so much for having me. I'm genuinely very excited and freedom is just, it's such a beautiful topic to kind of center in on. Um, So a little bit about me. I worked in the luxury fashion and lifestyle PR world for 10 years. Um, And during that time, if anyone knows this industry, it's very fast paced. There's lots of big egos to contend with. And um, I am very ambitious and I'm very proud of my work ethic. Um, But I then in 2017 experienced a really, really chronic burnout where I wound up in a wheelchair. I was completely unable to work. I couldn't even walk, so I definitely couldn't work. Um, And I battled with this on and off for about two years. So my career had to totally recalibrate. I did stay in the industry, um, but my priorities changed and I learned new ways of uh, sustaining a, a successful career as well as health um and then fast forward a few years last year I retrained as a professional life and performance coach while I was still working in the industry and then this year I finally transitioned and launched the actualization academy which I now run full-time and within the academy I work with private clients one-on-one coaching um and then I also work with businesses which I do training and workshops um some beautiful bosses have even paid for me to do one-on-one coaching with their team um which I just I I admire so much and wish everyone would do that but yeah it's quite a fun experience working with different clients because they all have slightly different needs so I get to Mm -hmm. kind of meander and bend and find out new ways of being of service in that way but that's where I am up to present day career-wise Yeah, amazing. Actually quite similar to my journey in terms of doing the training. I did my transformational life coaching qualification whilst I was still working. Um, And I look back sort of semi-naively, but also with a smile on my face thinking, oh, it might be something that I do like five years down the line, but it's a good thing to have. And, you know, I'll just see how I enjoy it. And then 
the more I did it and the more I started working with clients and sort of building my practice hours, the more I was like, this is what I want to be doing. This is where I feel purpose and fulfillment and those little things. I'm, you know, I'm sure you can relate. I worked for a um, FMCG marketing company and there was one time where people were getting super stressed about a campaign that was going late in Sainsbury's by like a day. And I just thought, no, I just, I get it, but I'm not passionate about this, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it's nice to see how our journeys are quite similar in terms of like, we weaning out of that and going into setting up our own business. So you mentioned your experience with burnout, which we have actually spoken about before over on your Instagram. So if people are interested to hear a little bit more about that, then definitely head over to Hannah's Instagram. Um, But I'd be keen to know whether at that point, freedom was something that you had recognized as being a value of yours that was missing um, and what it was and that what did that journey look like into okay I'm in a place now where I've got to a point where I physically have become so um overcome with stress or you know burnout or lack of, of misalignment and then going from that place to where you are now like what did that look like to you god thinking about that time through the lens of freedom actually makes me feel really emotional because I think of that I'm going to say young woman I know it was only five years ago but Mm. it kind of started six years ago where I was just abusing my body and I had no freedom I had no I look at everything now um with I call it the health triangle so uh mental physical and spiritual mind body soul really Mm. And I look back at that time and I was completely bereft in all three corners of that health triangle. And therefore I had no freedom. I, when I then got sick, you know, I was literally a prisoner in my own room and Mm. I used to look outside. I lived in Australia at the time and I would see, like, I had a, sounds very cliche, but I had a palm tree (laughs) at the front of the house and I, the leaves would like wave almost at me through the window and I could see the sun like speckled coming through into my room but I couldn't be out there Mm. I just thought I don't want to live a life where I'm I can only see the beauty like away from me but I can't reach it and honestly like I've been through a fair few trials and tribulations in my life but that was my lowest moment because I had before I got really sick I had hit a point where I was like ready to turn things around and I wanted to do well by myself and then for that to happen when I felt like I was making best choices it caught me so deep and so I had to dig deep and find the fight to want to continue and to get freedom back and Mm -hmm. I don't think the word freedom came into my mind, but that is exactly what I wanted. And it's freedom of, okay, yes, the literal freedom of being able to get up and walk out of my home, you know, and do the things I physically wanted to do. But like the freedom to not be shackled by um, mental struggles, the freedom to know who I am as a woman in this world on a deep soul level, the freedom Mm. to connect with other human beings on a deep soul level. 
And yeah, all of that was taken from me. And it suddenly, that's why I say like my priorities changed. Like that became the number one priority. I still want a beautiful career, but actually I want a career that aligns with that priority where mm-hmm. I do get to connect with people on a deep level. I, do, I get to be of service, you know, and I always say that with the caveat, like you can be of service in any industry. You don't have yeah. to move into the wellness industry to, to be of service in that way. Like you can be an accountant and be of service. It's mm. really about your intention. Um, but I wanted the opportunity to, to show up as my most authentic self and mm. find that freedom in my body and spirit. So mm. yeah, it was, it was a really tough time in my life, but it shaped um, everything that was to follow. And I'm really happy to say that right now in this moment in 2022, I am in the happiest, most free chapter mm. of my life I've, I've had to date. So the pain and the struggle is worth it because it does teach you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's gosh, it's, I mean, knowing you now, um, it just shows how far you have come and the changes that you've made, the, you know, risks, the hurdles, the lessons that you've learned. And unfortunately, quite often it does take big life events or big traumas or burnouts or situations for us to think, actually, this is not okay anymore. And I do need to make drastic changes. And I suppose if we kind of zoom out a little bit to people who might be listening, who are identifying that actually maybe I don't have as much freedom in my life that I desire, which I think ironically happened, well, happened to me, but I think ironically happens to a lot of people when you set up your own business. You know, one of the reasons why you do it is to have more freedom, more freedom to travel, to be spontaneous with your time, to have more autonomy over your time, freedom to work with the clients that you want to work with, et cetera. But then ironically, because we've been, well, so many of us have been in a corporate um, scenario, you are so conditioned to working certain number of hours per day, sitting at a desk from 8.30 to 5.30, taking, you know, maybe 20 days of annual leave per year. And you end up essentially having less freedom than ever before, despite having made such, you know, big changes in your life. So now that you have experienced more freedom and you are living a reality where you do have more freedom. What are some of the either boundaries or non-negotiables that you have in your place, in place in your business and your life that enables you to keep enjoying that freedom as your business continues to grow? Mm. Okay. Three things come to mind from that question. First of all, before I left my last position of full-time employment, what pushed me to be confident to take that leap was actually an assault on my boundaries. So um, I don't drink and haven't drunk for six years. Mm. And I communicated that where I worked and I kept on being put on alcohol brands. And after the fourth formal conversation about it, it happened again. And I just... You know, I thought, well, what advice would I give someone else? Well, I don't, I'm not a quit it kind of person. Like, I don't think that just because something's not perfectly agreeable, we should walk away. But when it gets to a point, it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I, mm-hmm. What do I do at the fifth? 
well, I have to walk away. And so I actually think it was the universe nudging me in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it had to be, I think freedom in work has to also be value aligned. Mm. Um, and being, yeah, being really respectful of your boundaries yeah. um, to yourself. And then in work today, sorry, um, I my number one, number one, number one priority is health, mm. physical, mental and spiritual still, but that comes first. So actually I, I don't fully relate to copying the corporate um, template in running my own business. I, I get up early because I'm a morning person, but I don't actually start work that early. So I get up at six, but I probably don't start work till 10. Mm. I, meditate pray exercise eat breakfast like cook breakfast and eat it yeah my computer um maybe read on a good day maybe get outside on a good day Mm -hmm. um and then start working at like yeah 10 so and I'll take (laughs) I'll take long lunch breaks if I want to um but but not to be idle I as I said at the beginning, like I am very ambitious and I have really yeah. big hopes and dreams for my business and I yeah. lost it. But um without my well-being, I know I'm not going to be able to be of service. So it's those things in the morning, like investing in my in my body, investing in my nutrition, um, making sure my mind is attuned. I'm like digesting helpful information, not mm. redundant information. Um and then my my third point is, I think so. I've been I worked freelance in the PR world once before, actually, when I was recovering from the burnout, um, before I had the strength to work full time again. And I kind of I remember whenever a business opportunity would come up, I would kind of just twist and distort myself and try and mm. you know have this mentality of like say yes now, figure it out later. Yeah. And I still believe that that is a marker of a successful business person you don't have to have all the answers and I think as women we often think well I haven't done that before but no one has done it before their first time like everyone Mm -hmm. that knows how to do it did it for a first time at some point so it's not that that prevents me but it's like it's a value and a choice thing now so if an opportunity comes falls in my lap that doesn't serve the greater vision of what I'm trying to achieve with the actualization academy I no longer feel insecure to say no thank you Mm. Um, and that comes from the freedom of fear and not worrying about where the next invoice is going to come from you know I I don't have it all mapped out I don't have a crystal ball I don't know who's going to pay me when what business is going to come away in the next even three months but I have faith and I deeply, deeply know that I am doing purpose-aligned, value-aligned work. I feel on a soul level I'm good at the work I do. I show yeah. up as my best self and I work hard. So I know that the rest will follow. So I don't need to say yes to opportunities mm. that don't align with my with my vision. Yeah, because I think what I, I love what you're saying there, and, and I totally agree. It sort of takes that initial trial of okay, let's say yes to some of these things at the beginning. Well, this is what I did anyway. And then you realize actually that didn't feel that good. Or I felt resentment, you know, in the lead up to delivering that workshop, maybe that's a sign that it is misaligned, Mm. but actually by saying yes to the monetary, uh, 
side of things you know that sort of milestone or what is it like shiny object syndrome of like oh it's you know quite well paid I'll say yes Mm. but you're then neglecting freedom in other areas of your business in other areas of your life that actually are going to serve you more powerfully in the long run so Mm. you're 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 shutting off the freedom you know energetically because you're putting so much time and energy into this project that yes might be paying you more than you've been paid in the past but at the detriment of your health, your mind, your body, as you say. And I think it does take a bit of time to understand that and to understand what your values are. And as you say, having the confidence to say no, because especially in the first year or two of your business, it you know there might be some uncertainty, but that's why the mindset work is so, so important. And I don't think it's necessarily something that is spoken about as much as it could do online, because we're so focused on, you know, either the strategy side of things or hitting five figure months or, you know, which is, which is great and is exciting. But unless we're combining the mind, body, soul work, we're not going to create that holistic success that I know we spoke about in our last conversation, which is that, which is what's going to lead to the sustainable business, the ease the flow the enjoyment the fulfillment that I'm sure we all are desiring at the same time yeah 100% hi chick I hope you are loving today's episode whilst we're here I have to let you know about next level you a two-part super juicy masterclass which covers tools soulful strategies and my proven techniques for growing a freedom-based life and business with effortless ease including how to work less and earn more what to do to collapse time to your next level and how to welcome in more abundance now oh it's just so juicy if this aligns and excites you enter the code nc podcast at checkout for a massive 15 percent off simply follow the link in the show notes in the meantime let's jump back into today's episode it's an interesting one because it is that balance but it's sort of it's it's staying true to yourself i think as well of like i know i'm good at what i do I know that there is more out there. I know that, you know, the the opportunities are unlimited um, and actually saying no is going to feel really good for, for, for my reasons. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just thinking about it, thinking of that on even a micro level where I had someone reach out for, to me for um, one-on-one private coaching and we arranged a chemistry call, which is, for anyone listening that doesn't know, is like a free call where you get to check if you like the vibe of the coach and the coach gets to check that they're the right person for you and twice I logged on to the zoom she didn't show Mm. then got her phone number and called her at an agreed time didn't answer and then again it's like that for me once you know Mm. I was like I'm not I'm not going to chase you you're not going to even if you did decide to buy some sessions you're not going to show up and like yeah care I don't, I don't want to work with people that aren't in it mm. um, wholeheartedly, you know, and that's not to say if you set a goal in a session and you don't see it through, I'm going to be like, bye. You know, <laughs> it's always about the why, not, I'm mm. not a teacher, I'm not here to mark your homework, but I do want to connect with people, as I said, on that like deeper level. And I just don't think that she was, she was ready. So yeah, not exactly. chasing it out of financial desperation, I think is no. so key. 
Yeah. And thinking about um, your kind of where your business is now, obviously you mentioned that you're experiencing, you know, more freedom and fulfillment than ever potentially. Um, what are some of the changes that you've made, let's say in the last six months or recently that you think has been credit to where you are now? So whether that's tweaks in terms of the business itself, whether that's processes or systems or hours working or on a more broader lifestyle perspective, um, anything that you can kind of think of that you can pin to actually this new found freedom that you are enjoying at the moment? Um, So I would say on a personal level, it would just be, you know, I'm I'm morning routine obsessed, have been for years, but just understanding even more about the science behind like Mm. why the things that we're told to do actually do benefit us if they do. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, And I just, I'm in the most like authentic chapter of my life. I got married this year. I know you're Mm. engaged as well. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And yeah, I'm just like, I'm in, a relationship beyond my wildest dreams that's mm. healthy and you know I'm obsessed with him it's Aww. great yeah um and I I'm, I'm just I really love the woman that I am today and I'm really proud mm. of me I, I enjoy showing up as Hannah each day yeah. so that feels really freeing and then on a business sense um so I am sure if you haven't read it, you know it, but um, I'm obsessed with The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Yes. yes. And in it, he has this um, this matrix of uh, urgent versus important tasks. Yeah. And he talks about quadrant two is the, is the one that we should focus on, which is important, but not urgent. Mm-hmm. And I think in this capitalist um, economy that we live in, we sit in quadrant one which is urgent and important so it's um you know crisis management it's Mm -hmm. like these kind of putting out of fires um deadline chasing yeah strategies whereas the important but not urgent is actually kind of alluding back to the way that you framed your question um the system the processes that offer more freedom so Mm. right now um so June, July, August, September, I've only been running my business full-time for four months. Mm. So it's not like I am flat out wall to wall every single day serving clients. Right now I am in, I have the luxury to invest in the processes. So whether that's things like email sequences Mm. to make them look beautiful and take time and care over the construction of them, but then have that as a system that runs itself. Yeah. So I no longer, so I launched a membership club um, this month called the A Club and we learn human skills or I teach human skills like from time management to setting boundaries, have our accountability calls and it's this really great um, community that is developing. And I don't have to do manual onboarding now when I get a new member joining Mm. it's all set up it runs itself so that's really freeing and actually I'm listening to the audiobook very late to the party on this but the four-hour work week and that is Uh, all about the freedom that comes from automated processes Mm. really to summarize it so I'm trying 
I'm trying to learn more about that. Um, I'm sure you can attest to this when you start a business as a coach, you know, you're, you know how to coach, but learning how to run the business is a new um, yeah. facet. But I, I'm actually loving that part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like identifying, oh, where could I save a little bit of time or where would make it a more seamless experience or what sometimes it's outsourcing as well. It's like actually isn't going to be how I can best use my time and energy. So I'm going to make that investment in myself. It doesn't necessarily have to be a huge investment depending on what it is, um, but just setting it up because it's like the future business that you are creating actually happens now versus, oh, when I have, x number of clients then i will need to find a system that is automated it's like yeah. no, no, set that up now put yeah. those things in process um learn how to do it as well which i always think is, is important even if you then outsource because you always yeah. know how to do it if you need to then tweak it or change providers further down the line and i would say to a manager in a in a like traditional business setup like you shouldn't ask anyone to do something you don't know how to do yourself mm. so and um, I was just listening to the chapter last night where he was, um, Tim Ferriss was talking about virtual assistants. And yeah. you need to be so clear in your communication, in your task delegation to, to get the result that you want, the output that you want. You know, assumption makes an ass out of you and me, as they say. Yeah. So it's like, just, yeah, it's so important. You know how to do these things. And actually, this is something I kind of try and gently suggest to my husband because he runs his own business and has been for a lot longer than I have and is, you know, doing really well. And he is, he set up his business because he kind of got to the top of the ladder um, in his industry. And when he is spending so much time on like menial tasks, I'm like, babe, how much would you charge a client per hour of your time? And he'll say that. And I'm like, is this task worth <laughs> that amount yeah surely there is someone else that can do this for you yeah um so I have managed to get him to hire a VA but he's just not great at or he's I shouldn't say that he's not familiar or like used to handing over the tasks that they could do Mm. yet Mm. I think Mm. that takes a little getting used to so yeah let's see let's watch this space and see how that grows yeah no I think those are great great suggestions and I like the fact that you mentioned the kind of business side of things but actually the life part of it as well it's like and I'm a massive massive morning routine fan as well so um I'm very much with you on that and it is so important you know I always say how can you start your day doing something for you that Mm. brings you joy or connects you or grounds you or you know it's like that movement piece but it's the mind um intention intentional action as well in terms of rather than going through the motions actually what would I love to do this morning or what would make me feel good or what would best serve me today and then choosing from maybe a selection of your favorite little rituals or practices that you know do provide that uh experience yeah for sure I like that you said about choosing from a selection I have I made I built a like build your own morning routine pack Mm. so that you can see like I don't do the exact same thing every day as I said you kind of choose a sequence that works for that schedule that day or that mood um but what I do want to just caveat what we're talking about with is obviously acknowledging the privilege that we do work for ourselves um I for one work at home so I have time to 
you know, I can do an hour's workout in my living room and I don't have a commute. Like my desk yeah. is also in my living room, as you can see. Um, <laughs> and I know people when, I mean, I really recently worked full time in an office. Um, so I understand the demands on a morning in that scenario. And also for people who are parents or yes. parents. Um, but what I will say is that I have catered for all of those eventualities or circumstances in the pack because you can do it you can have a morning routine in 20 minutes yeah you can take one more minute when you get out of the shower to mm-hmm. do a really like a one piece skincare routine and just the action of like massaging and touching your face is really good for your central nervous system it also mm-hmm. makes you feel a little bit more like luxurious like you've done something for yourself um and you can do like a four minute guided meditation um, and like not do a workout, but you could like physically stretch Mm. your downward dog in your bedroom before you get dressed. Yeah. Um, Maybe shut the curtains if you're going to do that. But um, (laughs) You know, it it can take 10 minutes after your shower before you run out into the kitchen and grab a banana Um, that will still have an effect so you don't need four hours or whatever yeah it's finding what works for you and working within your environment your responsibilities your you know commitments but as you say there is a way of doing it it's just finding that rhythm or routine for you based on your situation yeah totally amazing well thank you so much for joining me it's been a wonderful conversation I feel like we could chat away for hours um for those of you or for those listening that aren't familiar with you Hannah please could you share your Instagram details anything else that you would like to mention um, and I'll leave the links in the description box as well thank you for that so yeah my personal Instagram is Hanjanran, H-A-N-J-A-N-R-A-N, which is the first three letters of my names before I got married. Um, and my the business is at the Actualization Academy, and my website is the same, theactualizationacademy.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining. And thank you everyone who has tuned in. I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. In the meantime, my DMs are always open, so come over and say hi. At Nicola Charlotte Coaching. Bye.